Whether you're stuck in a rut, grinding all day, or just ready for a change, checking in with ourselves is a necessity. This is Goldmine Talks Podcast, where I'm your host, Miranda Rodriguez, and I'm here to help you dispel myths about mental health, give you tips on improving and maintaining your peace of mind, and give you some free game on personal development. This podcast is in no way a substitute for professional mental health treatment. Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Goldmine Talks. Today we have our wonderful in-house clinician, Miss Ashley McFarland, back for another episode. And I'm really excited as we're talking about something that everyone's going to be able to relate to in some way. Hey everyone! Are you excited to be back? I feel I like am. I want to give you like a designated co-host title. It feels like, you know, it was the end of season one and it took a year <laughs> to come back for season two. But guess what, y'all? We're She's back. back. <laughs> All right. So Ashley approached me earlier this week. Um, she had some thoughts on a particular mystery subject. So I will let her get right into it. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about sisterhood and the importance of sisterhood. Um, Just personally in my life, I went through some changes um, this month that were unexpected. And I'm a person that doesn't really ask for help. But boy, do I tell you, my friends showed up and showed out for me. And it just really means a lot. I've had the same circle of friends since ninth grade. And they just really surrounded me and just provided me with a lot of love to just help me get through, you know, the change that I was experiencing. And so that really made me, you know, think, hey, I want to touch on a subject um, that I feel like is really important and also kind of do like an open letter to my friends, to just really show how much appreciation I have for them and what they mean to me and, you know, their importance in my life. So, yeah, I want to talk about sisterhood. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad that, you know, even through the storm of whatever it is that's going on, you still have those people that you can lean on, whether you want them there or not. I honestly feel like those are the best kind of friends to have. Like, even when you say, no, I'm fine. They're like, are you really? They be popping up, creeping on you, you, texting you daily, even to the point when it's annoying, but you know you need that extra support. Yes. For example, my, um, I was crying one day and I don't know why I answered the phone, but I did. And (laughs) (laughs) my best friend, I told her, I said, I need to call you back. I'm crying. And she's like, what? No, I'll stay on the phone. And I was like, I'm crying. No. And she's like, I'm not leaving. (laughs) <laughs> so like I had to cry on the phone with her and she told me she'll cry with me um <laughs> looking back of course that's something that I needed and it was just like you know what are the odds I'm crying and she literally calls me just in time and you know just her presence was there with me over the phone and that meant a lot so yeah I think it's really important as we get older whether you're a millennial or gen z or X, whatever. W next, something. <laughs> the next letter available. Um, I think it's really important that we learn how to really just cultivate friendships as we get older because mm-hmm. friendship is not the same as it was when you're in high school. Like friends Actually are not. different now. Yep. I think it's a little more difficult to make friends as an adult personally. Um, you know, in elementary school it was like, hey, you like purple? I like purple, too. Oh, my God. We're best friends. <laughs> Besties. Um, now, it's a little different. Um, 
a lot of people may have children now. So, mm-hmm. you know, they may be your work friend, but outside of work, you guys don't really hang out because they have a family. Maybe you don't have a family mm-hmm. and vice versa. Um, and I just think, you know, nowadays um, there there's more meaning behind friendship. Um, just because we like the same color doesn't mean we need to be friends. You know, now I know for me personally, um, we don't have to have the same goals, but are we working towards our goals are we, you know, just hungry to be better? Mm-hmm. Um, are we working on ourselves? Like, those are the things that draw me to be friends with somebody else. Right, absolutely. And I think that's something that a lot of people might struggle with. I know I saw it happening a lot around me when I was in undergrad. Mm-hmm. And one of the consejos is the Spanish word. Uh, one of the pieces of advice my mom gave me when I was going into college, she would tell me, Miranda, the people you party with are not your friends. Those are your party people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Mom, why would you say that? Like, that's my turn of crew. Like, that's <laughs> we go out, we drink, whatever. Um, but I, I slowly started to realize what she was saying because I saw other people that I would see drinking on the weekend, going to parties, mm-hmm. hanging out at brunch, whatever it was, all the time. But then they're talking crap about each other or yep. they just didn't seem to actually, like, be real friends. No. So I think it's, like you said, it's really important to have those people in your corner that you have a shared value or values with, like, yeah, something that connects everybody. Exactly, exactly. And now for me, because I'm in the mental health profession, I see that anyone that's promoting positive mental health is like a magnet. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to get close to that person. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, careers can definitely be something that bring people together. Mm-hmm. Um, also hobbies, you know, I love to travel. So if someone likes to travel, boom, you know, we can develop something because um, we have something that's similar in interest. So, yeah, different things nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. I know, like, for me, my friends and I, we're all very different, Mm -hmm. but the thing that kind of connects us is the fact that, number one, we're really big on, like, that family feeling. Most of us are young, single women that live on our own, Mm -hmm. so we we need that support system, and we provide that for each other, like you mentioned earlier, and also, like, we're all really focused on grinding and creating our careers, creating that foundation for that next step in our life. And yeah. so we're all kind of working towards a common goal and keeping mm-hmm. each other like accountable. I was going to hit on that next, keeping each other accountable. So um, I can procrastinate sometimes. <laughs> yes, and, you can. You know, I have a blog and I'm not as active as I should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you know, every now and then you, you bother me about it and... <laughs> More like bullying, but... <laughs> but I know it's out of love. You know, you know what my goal is. Um, and I think when you see your friend's potentials, if you feel or, you know, you see that, you know, okay, they're slacking a little bit, mm-hmm. for the betterment of them, you're going to push them Absolutely. to do exactly what they said they want to do in the first place. You know, mm-hmm. it's not your goals that you're setting for them. It's the goals that they set for themselves and you just want them to achieve them. So okay. sometimes people need an extra push. So I think it's great to have friends that keep you accountable. It's not all about, you know, agreeing with you all the time Mm -hmm. or saying what you want to, what, you know, they want you to say, but really keeping them accountable and on track because it can get really hard motivating yourself. Um, And sometimes we just get overwhelmed and we may need someone to just, you know, give us that extra push. So it's important. Absolutely. And I think that, 
a lot of people when they think of like, oh, I want to be friends with this person or I want more friends, it's just kind of like a stand-in, like someone to be there. But I think it's very important for us to be specific in what we want in a friend mm-hmm. because if you just want a yes man, if you just want like a groupie, someone mm-hmm. to follow you around and like agree <laughs> with everything you're going to say, that's different than wanting a friend or building a sisterhood or some type of more solid friendship. Yeah, just like with... um relationships um as you get older you have standards right and you have non-negotiables and Mm -hmm. before you even get in a relationship with someone those are some things that you guys should talk about like what are your non-negotiables what do you want out of a relationship um so you can be intentional and i think any type of relationship whether it's romantic or platonic works the same way um you should definitely have non-negotiables in friendships um, and just really clear boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, I think is really, really important because a lot of times that's how people have, you know, um, a lot of, you know, fights and friction. They get mad at each other for things that they never said would bother them in the first place. So mm-hmm. I think it's really, really important to be in tune with what you want um, so that you can vocalize that to, the, you know, your friend. Yeah, absolutely. And that's also like another important part of friendship in adulthood is that communication that can Mm -hmm. be very hard because friendship is harder to come by now that we're not like all hanging out in school all day. Yep. And so when there is that friction and that tension or something that's just a little off, it's really important to have that communication and be able to address it in a mature way. Right. Exactly. So, um, communication is key um and then really just paying attention to your words Mm -hmm. um not always coming off as the victim or accusing someone um you know I don't know if it's because you know I'm a therapist but really using (laughs) I feel you know you know the I statements are really really important um it just perceived better than saying you did this to me Mm -hmm. you know I feel sad when you say you're going to call me back and you don't, you know, right. it just hits differently. And I think it's easier for your friend to really take it in and um, receive what you're saying. Absolutely. And I think another thing that I have noticed as a therapist is those cognitive distortions, that mind reading. Mm-hmm. We expect our friends, oh, you've been friends with me for four years. You should know how I am. You should know I expect right. this or I don't like that. Like, right. How could you buy me this pink sandal when I like purple <laughs> sandals? Like... Being able to know and kind of realize, like, everybody has their own stuff going on. Right. Sometimes things happen, mm-hmm. things slip people's mind, or they just don't know. And you can't expect yeah. people to be mind readers. Right. Um, we're always changing. So, yeah, you may have liked this 15 years ago, but it's 15 years later. I don't know if you still like this or not. Yeah. Um, but that just goes back to communication. And I really want to touch on, like... Um, being intentional with like the time that you spend with your friends Mm. um so I don't know about you but for me not growing up in Tampa um most of majority of my friends live in South Florida and so um it's really important for me that we make the time to spend time with one another um unfortunately I'm the only one that lives further away from everyone else but you know 
post uh, uh, prior to Corona, um, we would do girls trips. So maybe I can't go home all the time, but we're meeting up somewhere. Yeah. Um, if I go down to visit my friends in Fort Lauderdale, then the next time they can come visit me. You know, just really being intentional. Um, you don't want things to be, you know, one-sided. That you're pouring into the friendship and you're not really getting anything in return. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, life gets busy. We know that maybe you can't take off every weekend and hang out with your friends. But to even say, you know, okay, once a month, I'm going to... You know, make it a girl's day and we're going to do A, B, C, and D. Um, And I think with COVID, it has shown me that you can even have dates with your friends without meeting them in person. So the other day I had a Zoom party. It was a wine and manifestation night with one of my friends. And it was was really cool. So we like manifested everything that we want in our future husbands. We had wine. We played music in the background. Um... And I set the Zoom meeting for like 45 minutes and we had so much fun. Um, So you don't always have to physically get up and go. Maybe not, you don't have the ability to do so if your friends are further, Mm -hmm. but you can still see them and make time to just, you know, um, nurture those relationships. I think it's really important. Absolutely. And I think that just goes into one of the points I had written here was managing our expectations Mm -hmm. in adulthood. Like you mentioned earlier, some of us have kids, some, some are married some are taking care of their parents or working two jobs like everybody's situation is so different in adulthood right right. and you have to be willing to compromise Mm -hmm. um but also make that extension and kind of reach out make it work right like i my two best friends from high school one of them is married both of them work in law enforcement or corrections so they work those like really weird long schedules where it's like they work three days they're off four Mm -hmm. vice versa so it's really hard for us. Like, I'm off weekends. Mm-hmm. They usually are not. So it's very, very hard for us to get together. But at least twice a year, we have a sleepover weekend. Where we just <laughs> yeah. we just catch up. Yasmin puts the husband away, the dogs away, everybody. And we have a room to ourselves. And we're just drinking wine and eating or whatever it may be. Yes. And so then that makes me think of something else. So, like, for me, you know, I was recently in a relationship for a couple years. And... Um, just because you're in a relationship does not mean that you throw your friends away. Oh, please speak on this. Just because you're in a relationship does not mean you throw your friends away. So unfortunately, my relationship didn't last, but guess who's still here? My friends. Right. So I cannot stand when some women make their other half, their partner, their spouse, their entire world. While it is very important to, you know, focus on your relationship, Mm -hmm. you have to have other relationships outside of your partner. Um, Just simple girl talk that your man does not want to hear, you know? And just having those... We weren't meant to be on earth with just our partner. That's why we have family. That's why we have friends. That's why we have coworkers. So you have to be able to, you know, maintain all relationships. Um, if you're in the house with your man every single day, it's not going to hurt that maybe a Thursday night you give your girls an hour, you know, of your time to see each other. It's really, really important. And 
I don't know why some people find it hard to find the balance, but I just think you really have to be intentional. And yeah, we're busy now. If you have to even set a schedule, okay, y'all, when are all y'all, you know what? Mm-hmm. We're all requesting off this day. We're gonna hang out, or hey, we're all free on Thursday. All right, I'm gonna put it in my phone. You just have to be a little bit more intentional. It may take a little more work now because we work, we have families, but it's definitely not impossible. Right. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Those type of friends drive me nuts. I'm very blessed that I don't have any of those in my life anymore. Um, no disrespect, no harm, no foul. None. That's if that's what you do, like cool. But to me, I find that to be hurtful as a friend because Definitely. I think I'm a very great friend. I grew up an only child, so I had to be a good friend to keep people around me. Mm-hmm. Um, so when people just kind of throw you away for a man that they're gonna break up with in two months, mm-hmm. it's like. Oh, now look at you. Right. Now look at you crawling back. That's your toy. Do not pick me up and put me down like I'm your Barbie doll. No. Yeah. And it's like, of course, I'm still going to be there as yeah. your friend. But it, it is very hurtful, especially when someone is working so hard to work on cultivating and maintaining that mm-hmm. friendship with you, you know, taking interest in your life. Right. Whatever it may be. Exactly. So... Yeah, you have to find a balance. It's important because when he makes you mad, you're going to want to call your friends. You know, <laughs> when you guys get out of the honeymoon stage, you definitely want to call your friends. So you want to make sure that you're not pushing them to a side because mm-hmm. they may not be as receptive um, when you do come back around and start wanting to hang out with them. You know, they may be a little weary because it's like, you're here now, but are you going to be gone again tomorrow? Right. So. Yeah, and it's more so about healthy boundaries Mm -hmm. like you can't be up someone's behind 24 7 and just drop everybody like not only is that unhealthy for the relationship that's unhealthy for you as a person right because if you know the relationship doesn't work for some reason what are you going to do when the relationship is over you know now you have no friends um, you may have lost your sense of identity, mm-hmm. um, and life just really passed you by. So what are you going to do? Right. Yeah, that's a tough situation, that, but I, I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. People, and I get it. People have goals of wanting to be married. Right. Um, they take their relationships very seriously and I completely understand that. That's fine, but it's okay. Right. Like you don't want to just like start working on that codependent relationship you don't want to build that you want to make sure you stay away from that we don't like codependency no 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 and when you're with your friends um try to be present Mm. um i know you miss bay you know and you can't wait to get back home to him or get home to talk to him on the phone but you know if you're seeing your friends once a week for 45 minutes be present for that 45 minutes when you leave them you're going right back to, you know, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever. Um, so just be present with your friends for that 45 minutes. What's 45 minutes when you have the rest of the day to be with, you know, your spouse? Right. So another thing I've noticed is that, you know, obviously as we get older, we start to develop some trust issues. Mm-hmm. And I have noticed a lot of people are more weary the older I get. Of new people, new friends. Mm-hmm. And it really just, I feel like it stems from a fear of being vulnerable, letting those yeah. walls down. Yeah, so I think um, just like in romantic relationships, when you've been hurt, um, the next relationship that you get in, you have some reservations, you have some walls that 
you know, the other person may now have to break down in order to really get to know you. And Mm -hmm. friendship works the same way. Um, As you get older, like I said, the the relationships are a little bit more meaningful. So you're not just going to let anyone in and you don't even use the word friend so loosely anymore. You know, that's something that people truly have to earn. And for me, it's more of a you earn it, but also like, do you does your spirit feel good to me Mm -hmm. Um, for me to feel like, okay, I can trust you Um, like I can call you my friend. Um, you know, I met you, <laughs> I met you at my orientation, and the first thing that made me say, "Who is this girl?" was you knew your stuff. You knew your stuff, um, and you seemed really, really passionate about mental health. So I was like, "We're gonna get along fine." And then, <laughs> you know, our boss told me to follow you around the first day. So <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe she's the the reason, but I think we clicked really well. And even the first time we did the podcast, we were both nervous, but it flowed so well. And I think yeah. the most beautiful friendships are the ones where things are really, really organic. Yeah. Um and yeah, that's how I feel. So um that's important to me. Like how do I feel when I'm around you? Do I feel safe enough to tell you maybe a secret or my goals or, you know, you can't share all those things, especially goals. It's sad to say with everybody. Um, But if you're able to really, you know, be intimate with someone in that way, um, I think that's a great indication that, okay, I can be vulnerable with that person um, and I can, you know, really call them my friend for me, at least. Yeah. And you touched on something that I think it's also something that a lot of people um, struggle with mm-hmm. like I've heard people like oh I'm, I made plans to go hang out with this person like I'm really dreading it or I hope they cancel and mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> okay I know you love this person you have love in your heart for this person but you seem like you are really dreading hanging out and so I think it's really important that we check in with how we feel before we mm-hmm. hang out with someone and how we feel after absolutely absolutely I didn't even think about that but there's a couple people that yeah it's really sad i've said oh my god i hope they cancel um yeah now that's something i need to keep in mind yeah i i know it's something that i have been trying to work on myself Mm -hmm. and it's like it's not that i want to unfriend someone or cut them off from my life but Mm -hmm. it's more so like okay i'm really big i don't know if i did an episode on this yet but i heard a podcast where they talk about something called tme have i told you that before Mm -mm. So too much emotion. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be very accurate, for me, but because <laughs> that's me. Diagnose Ooh, me with that now. That was funny. I should got jokes. <laughs> no, so it's time, money, and energy. So okay. when you make any decisions in your life, you want to ask, what does it cost me? Does it cost me time? Is it costing me my money? Is it energy? And is it like, I'm spending money or energy mm-hmm. in a bad way, or is it an investment? Is it a good spending? Gotcha. And so I have to start, ever since then, I started kind of checking in with, like, all right, when I'm hanging out with this person, I'm spending too much money. We're going to happy hour, and we're running up the tab. 
So mm. maybe I got to hang out with that person in a different area. Yeah. When I hang out with this person, I'm drained afterwards. All mm. they do is unload <laughs> on me. Yeah. All their crap. And then I feel drained and tired when I go home. And I don't want to hang out with them again for, like, years. <laughs> so, like, I started to use that as a way to assess how I'm feeling and how I'm making decisions and setting boundaries in my life. And I've personally found that, like, really helpful in mm. my friendships. I actually love that a lot. Um and when you say money, um, I think that's really a big thing as well. So is the energy. But um, as, you know, young professionals, just, you know, trying to get our feet wet in our career and stuff, uh, we may not be where we want to be financially. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe some friends are. And I think it's really important that we're also mindful of everybody's financial circumstances. Yes. Just because you can blow a bag every weekend doesn't mean I can too. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important that you're just mindful. Um, you know, I make sure that anything, well, I'm cheap. So anything that I'm doing, <laughs> I know most of the time our friends are going to be okay with. But I ask, you know, um, if I'm going out of town with someone, hey, what are what is a comfortable price for you for the hotel and right. stuff like that? You can still have fun, mm-hmm. but you want to make sure it's within the means of everybody. Yeah. And also, every time you hang out with someone, you really don't have to spend money. Hey, mm-hmm. let's go take a walk. Hey, I'm bored. Let's be bored together. Let's watch TV. Yeah. Um, something, you know, everything doesn't have to cost money. Hey, let's work out together. Um, yeah. And then when it comes to the energy part, um, don't be the person who just comes to your friend when you need something. But then whenever they need you, you're barely even listening. So now they're drained because you suck the life out of them, but... When they need to unload, you're nowhere to be found. You know, you're there physically, but mentally you're not even paying attention to your friends. So I think using that um, acronym to really check in with yourself on, <laughs> you know, your, <laughs> on your friendships. I really like that. I think that's really good. I really wish I could remember what podcast that was. I listened to so many, um, but it it really changed my life. And that's why I love podcasts because they can be so informational. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's a great way. And like you said, the finances is a really big deal because yeah, someone might have a good job and they might be making good money, but they're taking care of their mom or their dad or their siblings or their family that's in another country. Mm -hmm. Like that's relevant for me because a lot of my friends are either immigrants from another country. I don't know if that's the right word, but they're from another country. So they have family back home or they're just, they're not only taking care of themselves. Right. And then there's other people who have their parents who still take care of them or their parents who help them. So Mm -hmm. blowing a bag is nothing to them. Right. Because they don't have to worry about the bill. Right. Uh, But yeah, I... That is one way I have used to assess my boundaries and who I'm going to hang out with and how much time do I spend with them. Do they respect my time? Um, Do I feel like I have to put on a show for them? Am I performing or am I being my true self? Right. Um, Just different things like that. Yeah. All right. So last on my little bullet list here is knowing what kind of friends we want. Mm -hmm. What can you speak to that? Hmm. Um... Just like I said, you know, in your romantic relationships, we create like a list, right? You know, my boyfriend or my husband will be A, B, C, D. Um, we should do the same with our friends. And um, it's important because this is another relationship that you have in your life. And for me, um, just really having friends who show up 
means a lot to me. That is something that's so important for me. Um, not just physically, but emotionally. Um, people that show up, like the example I gave, you know, I'm trying to get off the phone with my friend, but she's like, no, I'm going to be a good friend to you. I don't care what you say. And that's what I need because I could be a little hard headed. So I need people that's not going to tell me yes all the time. And that's going to tell me no. But um, I think it's really, really important to just know what makes you feel good. And once you know what makes you feel good and what makes you feel bad, um, then you can know what you need in your life. Um, I love affection, you know, so to know, hey, my friends, they have to be affectionate. You know, we say we, I love you on the phone. When we get off the phone, every time we see each other, we hug. Like, that's something that you like. Um, you know, that may be something that you need in your friendships to feel loved, to feel mm-hmm. valued. So just really being tuned with yourself and knowing, you know, what makes me happy, what doesn't make me happy, um, will really help you to know what kind of qualities I want in a friend. Right, absolutely. And I feel like in my own life, I have... Okay, so you, you reminded me of two things. So in my own life, I have made it my business to be the kind of friend that I want. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I want people that are going to show up for me. So if my friend is getting on a stage and speaking, mm-hmm. I'm there in the front row. Yeah. If my friend is trying to launch a business, okay, well, I know how to make some graphics. Do you want me to do some social media posts for you? Mm-hmm. Um, someone is selling a t-shirt. All right, well, let's give me a few shirts. I'll help you sell them. Right. So just showing out in whatever way I can, not even like, in terms of like money or whatever, but however I can be of service to them, however I can encourage them in their journey, I try to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very important for us to do that instead of like expecting people to give give me this and you have to provide me this and you have to be able to do that. You have to be able to reciprocate that same right. stuff as a friend. Yeah. So I think that's really important. Also, um, I think it's really important to also realize as well that you will be different from your friends, even the friends that you have, you know, a lot in common with. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe the way they show love may be a little different than how you show love um, and vice versa. Um, But it's really important to just really communicate your needs Mm -hmm. um, because people are going to, you know, treat you um, how essentially they want to be treated. And that's not a bad thing, but sometimes, you know, we do something that maybe we wouldn't normally do because we know it will make that other person feel good. Mm -hmm. And so that can only happen when we're able to vocalize our needs and, you know, things that we really like and things that we really want. So communication, you know, essentially is going to be really, really key in, you know, not only beginning these friendships, but also maintaining them. Making sure that you know everybody's needs are being met, and what I'm kind of hearing you say is, you know, without saying it, knowing your love language, yeah, because friends language, have it too, yeah. So it's not just for your relationships, but also in your friendships. Mm-hmm. Because this makes me think of me and my friends, my friends are very super affectionate, touchy feely people, but I'm not like that. So they know that when they need like someone to sit on the couch and cuddle with, I'm not, don't call me. <laughs> don't, don't call me. <laughs> I'm going to put my feet on you and call it a day. And that's about as much cuddling as we're going to get here. Um, but, you know, th- like Angie and Kayla, they're my more cuddlier cuddle bugs. They, mm-hmm. they do the cuddling. Me and Nash are the crybabies, so we do the crying. <laughs> so just knowing your friends, knowing yep. you and what chemistry 
is going to be there for what you need. Yeah, and I think that's like a really good like note to end on is that each friend, especially when you have like a circle of friends, is going to provide something different in your life. I have a friend that if I need to be an adult and like go to Target and buy adult stuff, that's I have a friend that I'm going to call for that. I have a friend that, you know, uh, we're going to cry together that's my crying buddy like hey look we're crying today at two o'clock um be ready it's going down i have a friend that prays for me you know um there's a friend for everything um in your life and you know there are some times and some seasons in our lives that we feel closer to some friends than others you know based on different things that we're going through but you know everyone plays such a significant role and I think that's the beauty of having so many um well maybe not a lot but just having a sisterhood you know Mm -hmm. it's great to have you know that one best friend but nowadays people have more than one best friend because every friend serves um, a different purpose in your life and that's okay mm-hmm. you know everyone can't like one person can't be everything yeah. to everyone that's very that's, overwhelming that is so that's why we have you know all our different friends like you know you said you have friends that are cuddlers cry i mean it'll be a lot okay so i gotta cry with her on monday i gotta cuddle with her on t- you know that's a lot <laughs> you know let me give angie that responsibility to you know cuddle and mm-hmm. you know i got crying i'll cry with you every wednesday i can handle that so just you know giving your friends some grace and realizing you know every friend you know fulfills some sort of need that you have and that's the beauty in sisterhood for me is that your needs are eventually going to be met you know through friendship because everyone's personality is different and what they bring to you is different right and so i think even if you've been burned in the past um or the process is taking a while like don't give up like you this really like cultivating I use that word very intentionally because it's something that you have to work on like Mm -hmm. when I say cultivating it makes me think of like gardening like you have to do whatever to the soil make Mm -hmm. it nice put the water and the fertilizer and then you plant the seeds and then they grow so you really have to work on fostering those relationships so they can be what you have dreamed them to be right exactly it's important Oh, look at us. <laughs> Little friends on a podcast together. If you need any friend advice, you know, hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> friend experts. <laughs> but, all right. Thank you for being on the show again. Um, thank you for so having me. to be here. And I'm sure we'll be back again. Of course. It won't be a year later. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Goldmine Talks. If you'd like more information or want to continue the conversation, follow us on Instagram at goldmindwellness or check out our website, goldmindwellness.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Have a great week and we'll see you next episode.